Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. So glad to have you. We're in Matthew 27, and here's what's going on. Jesus's life is coming to an end. The time is quickly approaching where he's going to go to the cross Die for the sins of humanity so we can be assured of heaven. So here's what's gone on just prior to what we're going to look at today. Judas has betrayed Jesus. He betrayed him for 30 pieces of silver, not gold. Now, just prior to that, the Lord had established communion, right? The Lord's Supper there in the upper room. He had gone to the garden. He had prayed and struggled with the will of God, but obviously surrendered to the plan of the Father, regardless of the pain and the suffering and the shame he was going to place. Then Judas, that's when Judas brought the soldiers betrayed him, right? And they took him uh, captive and they passed him around from one kangaroo court to another. And now he's standing before Pilate. That This is the person who can seal his fate. Pilate can release him or Pilate can condemn him. So this is the point that Jesus has come to. And we pick up in Matthew 27, verse 11, and the Bible says this. Now, Jesus stood before the governor, that was Pilate, and the governor asked him, are you the king of the Jews? And then Jesus said, you have said so. Now, here's what's interesting. Um, Jesus, uh, Pilate asked Jesus, are you king of the Jews? Now, Pilate didn't really understand what was going on with all of that. He thought from his perspective that Jesus was an insurrectionist. He was somebody who was going to raise up an army, challenge Caesar, overthrow the Roman Empire. That's what he thought was going on. But I want you to look at this. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he gave no answer. So Jesus answered Pilate, right? And said, Right, I am. You you say so. I am. Uh, I am the king of the Jews. But when the religious people asked him the question, he didn't answer. Now, why was that? Here's an idea for you. Jesus's ministry was primarily to the Jewish nation. That was God's plan. They're God's chosen people. So when Jesus came, the miracles he did were were almost exclusively Jewish, not completely, but almost exclusively. The teaching and the ministry he did was to primarily Jewish audiences. He did everything that he was expected to do by the Father and everything that a rational person in the Jewish world could expect of a Messiah who was trying to persuade them to follow him. He did it. He went to the he went to the synagogue, he went to the temple, he healed people, he began to bring clarity to what part of the law was no longer apropos and what part of the law was and began to bring freedom to a religion that had shackled people. Now remember, Jesus came into a world where there were 600 over 600 laws that a Jewish person was expected to follow. And Jesus brought freedom. And yet he was rejected at every turn, not just rejected. He was lied about. He was deceived. They laid trap form after trap form. And then finally, when it was time, when it was God's appointed time, Judas betrayed him and he was captive. So when Jesus went before the religious leaders just prior to this point, like the night before, he wasn't going to give an answer. He had already done everything he had come to do. And if people wanted to believe, they could believe. Now, I want to ask you something. Has God been showing you time and time again that he's real, that he's relevant, that he's calling you? Is he showing you time and time again that he is sovereign and ruler over all creation? Has he been calling you either into a relationship with him personally or to a deeper, more profound and surrendered walk with him? He's he's done it over and over and over again. Listen, the saddest day in your life is when you feel no conviction. The saddest day in your life is when God no longer pursues you. 
So, so Jesus right here before Pilate says, I'm going to answer you because you don't even know what's going on. But all you religious folks, I have come to you. I've come to you. I've come to you. And you've rejected me, rejected me and rejected me. I'm done. So here's what Pilate goes on and says. Then Pilate said to him, do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But at that point, listen to, listen to this, but he gave no answer, not even to a single charge so that the governor was greatly amazed. In other words, he answered, you say, uh, are you king of the Jews? You're right. I am. I've come to be king, not just king of the Jews, but king of the world. That is who I am. But as far as everything else is bogus and I'm not even going to defend myself. So let me ask you this, where you sit right now, who do you say Jesus says? Is he the king of your life? Is he the ruler and God of your life? Is he the one who actually rules and reigns over your heart and your mind? Do you, what does that look like? Do you go to the scripture for answers? Do you pray when you need wisdom? Do you seek godly counsel when you're confused? Does Jesus occupy every sector of your mind and your heart? Now, if not, what, what does he have to do to get you to commit at that level? What's left for him to do to, to move you to that level? Right now, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to ask the Lord to draw you like he's never drawn you before. Let's pray. Father, we love you so much, and we thank you for today. And Lord, I pray right now that you would draw whoever is listening to this podcast to a closer relationship with you. Some people need to know you personally, Lord. They need to know that you are the resurrected Christ, the Son of the living God. Holy Spirit, make that aware to them. Some need to surrender more fully to your lordship and leadership in their life. Whatever it may be, Father, move in their heart and move in their mind. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, give all of your life to Christ and you're going to have a joy-filled life and unbelievable grace for your journey. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.